What's up, Red Sox Nation? Uh, the Sox were able to pull out a win today at the Fens to salvage a split with the Twins, but they rode the hot hitting of Hanley Ramirez this week to a 4-2 and record. We'll talk all about that and more this week on Red Sox Rap 360. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Temple of the Dog, baby. Oh, gotta love it. 25 years later, hitting the road. How can a band that was a band for like two months have a reunion <laughs> When you, you know, going out to cash checks, no big deal. These guys have all made a pretty good coin over their career as it is, but... Evidently not enough. Count me in attendance at the Forum. I yeah. think it's November 14th. Ooh. I'll be there with bells on. Nice. Nice. Uh, yeah. I mean, you know, any any fan of music in the 90s got to be a fan of that. No doubt about it. You got to. You got oh, to be. Yeah. Welcome, Sox Nation, to another edition of Red Sox Rap 360. Alongside Dennis Harris, I'm Mike Conley. Thanks for listening in with us tonight, gang. So how about these Bo Sox? I mean, winning week, but after taking two from the San Francisco Giants, you thought, hey... This could be a special week. Yeah, it was looking like it was setting up pretty nicely with the, you know, the lowly twins coming to town. But I'm just glad they salvaged that game today. At least it didn't get, you know, even uglier. But a couple games, you would have liked to see the sweep there, especially when it felt like it was within their grasp. Yeah, I mean, Minnesota's not as bad as they started the season. And, you know, it just goes to show you in baseball how important it is to get off to a good start. Oh, yeah. You know, and, and oh, thankfully yeah. the Red Sox have uh, did that this year. And uh, we're going to need that good start as we go forward. And the, the schedule gets uh, less friendly, shall we say. Yes. Less friendly. But, uh, you know, riding the hop out of hand ram, he, five homers this week. Yeah. Three-run bomb today. Ridiculous. His second three-run bomb in two days. Ridiculous. I believe that was his last five hits were home runs. Wow. Pretty decent. Wow. Pretty decent. Helps it, to have that three-home run day, though, you know. I mean, and it's good. It's like all it took was him going against me in fantasy baseball in order for him to explode. That's yeah, all it whatever takes. It See takes. what I'm here for? You know? See what I do It's that kind of sacrifice team? that you're willing to make. See? You know. Uh, riding the hot arm of Rick Porcello today. Another nice W for the kid. He improves to 13-2 and two with a 3.57 ERA. 10-0 and 0 with Fenway. In 11 Fenway starts with a 3.21 ERA. Not bad for a guy that was getting lambasted last year. Steady as she goes. Yeah, I feel like he pitched better than the numbers showed today, too. I felt like, you know, there was a little back and forth with the umpire. Deservedly so. He kind of had a rough day behind the plate there. And, you know, I feel like the kid's been consistent. You know, say what you will about him. Say what you oh, will. Oh, man. Segway. I'm going to bring it. Bring it a little north in there. A little north. When's the next north tour? That's well, what everybody Mike, wants to know. That is what the kids want to know. we uh-huh. got some shows coming up. We're at the old Viper Room, I think. I want to say the 6th. August 6th. August 6th. All right. That's cool. Yeah, it should be a good one. What uh, Was any music written in the Joshua Tree track? You know what? We do have some new music coming out. Like Funny it. you ask. I like yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you got to yeah, let gonna, those inspirations work for we're you. We're going to buckle down in September and, uh, you know, really dig into this next album. It's going to be a good one, bro. Good stuff. Good stuff. Now, Rick Porcello, he's definitely kind of settled in after last year, kind of having a tough year and everybody questioning what was Sherrington doing, signing this guy like four years, 82 and a half million. Right. You know, without even pitching a, 
a pitch in Boston in a Red Sox uniform. But it seemed to have worked out because he's been real steady for us this year, aside from uh, Stephen Wright, probably our most steady guy. Well, definitely our most steady guy. Oh, 100%. And, I mean, is it the key that that you need a transition year to get used to Boston and uh, so we're not going to see the best David Price until next year? I'm wondering the same thing, although if you do recall, our buddy Slick Rick also did turn it around a bit in the second half of last year. Had a much better second half than he did the first half last season. So hopefully, I mean, obviously, you know, we can only hear the same thing on a deep price so many times. Just another, another less than great start. Another week where he sort of doesn't have an excuse, and we sort of congratulate him for at least owning it. Yeah, it's and like, I mean, eh. those are getting tiresome. Yeah, they you know? are. I, I mean, mean we, we, in Boston, we love the guys that own it. You know, right. ownership. You know, take that accountability. If you suck, say you suck. Say you're going to be better. Yeah. Or whatever. He's done all that, but. Sooner or later, yeah, you got to turn that corner. That million dollar excuse each week is—it's a little—it's ah, tough. tough. It's tough to swallow. It's tough. Yeah, I don't think he earned his million. Yeah, he, he didn't. He didn't. You know? He didn't. I mean, I feel like some of his games that he hasn't—you know—he picked up a W or the team hasn't picked up a W. He's pitched better than the numbers indicated, but you know, overall there have been some some okay outings sprinkled in there between some pretty good outings. But he's also had like this week in particular. Although the weather was a factor, maybe maybe we give him a wow. pass. Wow, we don't give him a pass. Mike. I mean, we don't it's give him like a pass. It's a million know, dollars. You got to think you're paying a big guy a million dollars to start. You got to think that hey, he comes with his own dome. Or, he's got to you know, he's got to do something about it. I mean, have an umbrella hat out there or something. Yeah, I mean, it, I'd certainly say the time time is of the essence for him to turn around. I think you know realistically how we fare the rest of the season is gonna. Overall, it's going to hinge a lot on his ability to right the ship. Pun intended. <laughs> right, segue. Hey, right. No, Look at you. Well, Stephen Wright, Reach. I mean, you yeah, love yeah, that guy. Been... He just keeps mowing him down. Another good week for the kid. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, today was the ball was kind of flying out of there a little bit today. I mean, you had um, not only did Hamram go deep, but it was good to see Travis Shaw, who's yeah. kind of been a little bit of slumping. He's like four for his last 32. Mm-hmm. But he goes deep today, got a hold of one. So hopefully he's kind of coming out of it. Absolutely. And um giving Poppy you know, the day in, off. In P yeah, you know, day game after a night game, you gotta expect the old timer to be uh, on the shelf resting those feet. Feet? Feet, yeah. Feet. I'm pretty sure that's he's setting many feet. You know, well, but he's resting. Well played. Wow. wow. <laughs> His let me see if I can pull this up. I saw some numbers from let's see. I saw this earlier today. David Ortiz from July twenty third, twenty fifteen through yesterday. Wow. So it might have been two days ago. Through two so days ago. a calendar ago. year? Yes, a calendar year. 332. Okay, 45 home runs, 56 doubles, 142 RBIs in 147 games. It's not a 40-year-old man. No. No. I mean, he's, he's going to uh, obliterate the home run record for someone who's 40. The extra base record for someone who's 40. It's ridiculous. You know, the doubles record I think he's already beaten. You know, we haven't even turned the calendar into August yet. Do you think there's any Ooh. voice in his head that's just, just? I don't sick. think so. It seems like there isn't. I mean, yeah. he says it just you know, cool as he he seems like a man at peace. He is at peace. You know, maybe that's part of it. Maybe yeah. that's part of it. But maybe he comes I rem- back. I remember Let's... when I retired, and uh, <laughs> the the peace I I I felt. 
it's kind of trumped by the anxiety when you realized you, you made some miscalculations in not having a, you know enough money to retire. Right. You know, you, know? you got to have that 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 nest egg. There that, it is. That financial planner. Oh yeah. Finances. We should do? go down that rabbit hole. Negative. Uh, but Petey going deep today. Kid is having a quietly nice year. You oh know? yeah. It's partially about him staying healthy. You know, he's hitting three oh six. You know. Another multi-hit game today, slugging over 800. I mean, his OPS is over 800. Had I a five-hit game this week. Kid is a stud. Ridiculous. You know? Ridiculous. And it's just about keeping him healthy. And it's, you know, I kind of like the fact that he didn't make the All-Star game because that's just a little, another little coal on the fire. Oh, yeah. That, and that guy has a fire burning in him like nobody else. Oh, yeah. And it's just another log on the fire. And a little it's chip just, on just, the old shoulder. You just got to love saying it. While we're talking about Ortiz, uh, have please. the twins tried to now, you know, retrospectively looking back at, you know, maybe letting Ortiz go, have they tried to corner the market on, you know, gargantuan DH first baseman types? Do you notice these guys? Yeah, I, mean, yeah. I noticed Miguel Snow. Yeah, that guy, 6'4, 260. And then Kenny's Vargas, 6'5. 290. Wow. That's, not, that's a, a large man. Wow. That's, that's amazing. Like, yeah, the dude's a beast. To 10, 12 years later, they're feeling that. Uh, they're just they're feeling sky. sad about it. Fits the bill. They're like, screw the twins' way of being able to play defense yeah. and run the bases. Let's get these it's big. Like, let's get dudes. these David Arias types yes. and uh, get them back in the fold and not let them get away this time. Right. You know? But. Uh, so I mean, you got you got to love Porcello's steadiness. Uh, you know the new man to the staff, Mister Drew Pomerantz, hmm. staked out to a nice lead. Didn't hold up. It was him. a nice lead. Was oh. it? What was the lead before he uh, caved in there? I believe it was eight eight eight, or eight, eight nil. One? Yeah, I believe they were. It was eight nil at one point. It was tough to see him kind of come Ugh. apart there. It was gave up a couple long balls. Yeah, not a great start for the guy, but I mean, he did look, he didn't look rattled to me. He looked like he just gave up a couple of meatballs. Uh, the kid has, he has a presence out there on the mound. You know, I'm big on body language. I don't know if you noticed that. Yeah. Big body language guy. Also a good movie back in the 80s, body language. <laughs> Are you thinking of body heat? Body heat, damn it. Yes. <laughs> body heat, see? <laughs> don't, I mean, don't try and slip an 80s movie by me. I mean, that's not Yeah, that was happen. a weak play. Hello. Body heat. But, I, yeah, I mean, uh, I so you, 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 liked, you liked his body language, did you? I did, I did. Oh, boy. I mean, I don't Commanding know. presence out there. You're not feeling as confident. I'm looking forward to seeing him. He's out tomorrow, I believe. I mean, if he, if Erod can do what Erod's been doing, I mean, he had another nice start. He He's did. had two nice starts in a row. Right. So, I mean, if we can kind of put him into the four spot and we're just, you know, shoring up the five spot with Pomeranz, then yeah, that's that's all good. Uh, actually, you know, I mean, I think he's got enough. He's got like, enough yeah. to, to be a four starter. Too. I feel like Erod's your five, really. You know. Yeah. yeah. No, but, I mean it. The verdict's kind of still out on Pomeranz, obviously, but. You know, to have that type of lead and not be able to put right. that one away. I mean, granted, the Giants are a good team and, you know, all that jazz. But ugh. I feel like it's about as low stakes for a guy like him as it could be coming into town. You know, coming from San Diego, having to be the guy. And now he's sort of, you know, he's coming to Boston, but he's got a lot of horses in front of him. Yeah. At least, you know. Suspected horses. Suspected Alleged horses. Yes. horses. On paper, paper yeah. horses. Um you know who gives up the most hits in Major League Baseball for a pitcher? 
I heard that. David Price. Mm. Oof. That doesn't seem too... One million per stop. Doesn't seem too good. I, I mean, you just keep pointing the fact, well, he's still striking guys out. You know, he's not right. really walking that many guys. Yeah, but guys are squaring him up on the reg. It's yeah, like, it's... It's a, it's a little bit of a flag, you know? Yeah, it's tough. But... Pomerantz and Verlander going against Pomerantz tomorrow, and he's just recently turned the corner himself. Had a couple good starts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll talk about next weekend here in a little bit, but fine. Um, fine. <laughs> I mean, you got to be encouraged taking two from uh, the San Francisco Giants. You know, they're they're a they're a stellar squad. Uh, we got them at the right time. There's no doubt about that. Yeah, uh, that was Porcello's really uh, fantastic start. Uh, his first of the week, he picked up two wins this week, but this one was uh, real nice. It was. Uh, he went six and a third, only giving up four hits, no runs, striking out three and walking two. But that was very nice to see out of out of Ricky P. And you know, just just steady. That's all steady and just uh, uh, you know one of our only righties. And the uh, is he our only righty? Oh no, right, right. right. Uh, but oh man, yeah, that's good to see. And then you know we had uh, the we had a nice hitting game in that one for us. The first game, yeah, they put up a four spot there. You know, with the home runs today, the Sox have homed in fifteen straight. That's ridiculous. Well, when, earlier this year they they homed in twenty two straight, which is even more. That's ridiculous. ridiculous. That's just ridiculous. Brock Holt went deep in that game. Solidifying. Oh, that, that was the uh, Pet Brock reach yeah. PR game, right? And it's like <laughs> it was slightly a reach, but I kind of like it. <laughs> I, mean, I also kind of like the build big build the poppy. Although that's coming up this week, yeah, yeah. That was a, Just, feel free to send us one, gang. You PR. know, here here at the show here Hilarious. in uh, lovely North Hollywood, as we're coming to you as we do every week from the lovely AfterBuzz TV studios here in lovely North Hollywood. Uh, Denny, why don't you tell the people that are just listening to us what your uh, Twitter is? Well, sure thing, Mike. Yeah. You can find me on Twitter at dhas d e e h a a s. Yeah, hit them up there. Uh, let them know if there's anything we should be talking about on this program next week, this week. If you are that immediate that you're listening to us live, if you are, I appreciate that. If not, no worries. You can find us on iTunes, YouTube, hey. AfterBuzzTV.com. Hey. You know, give us a thumbs up, thumbs down, rate us, you know, give us a tongue lashing. Hey. Give us a potential topic, you know, whatever, whatever, you know. Hey. Hey. You giving a little little wink? Seemed like there? you went in a little, uh, you I, know. I guess I did. Wise guy thing I'm there. Really hey. kind of dating myself. I ain't hey. knowing. Uh, really burnt a fantastic outing by Erod on Friday night, mm-hmm. though. I mean, what an effort by the kid. Takes the tough luck loss. Right. You know, outdueled by the amount of immortal. Uh, not Gibson. Gibson, yeah. I don't even know who this cat is. Pitched a good game, though. He did. Trigan? Trigan? No. Yeah, he scattered six hits over five and a third, allowed two runs, but I think that was the bullpen that gave him up on that. That was old Heath striking out eight and walking one. And Heath, the guy that looked like maybe he was going to be potentially with the injuries in the bullpen, an integral part right. uh, of that bullpen maybe moving forward, he sent down this week. Yes, Joe Kelly brought up in his seat. I'm, I'm a little, little, you know, I'm a little bummed to see Heath go. Obviously, he and I go to the same barber, but uh, yeah, you do <laughs> uh, same amount of times for a year. Hey-oh. and then, uh, but to see Joe Kelly up here, you know, this guy is a fighter and a gamer. You know, 
Um, so, and he's saying the right things, you know, he's just here to, you know, help the team in any capacity he can. And in true Joe Kelly fashion, you know, he has, he's got to throw a little statement out there. So he's like, I'm just trying to strike out everybody <laughs> now, now that I'm in a relief. Dude's not short on confidence. You, know? he, <laughs> he's he's not, not. you never have to worry about that with him. If only that could translate into command. You know, yeah. I saw him in, in, uh, Clay's ear today in the bullpen. I was hoping maybe he would rub a little of that confidence off on Clay. You know? <laughs> Somebody's you know, got to. Someone's got stuff. Somebody's got to. Although Clay in uh, the relief appearance the other night, what did he come in on Friday? Yeah. Um, he wasn't bad. He got a. He got kind of dealt a tough hand. He got a tough hand. Uh, the kid, uh, who's the new kid we got Martinez. from Cleveland? Yeah. yeah. Not catching that ball in right field. It goes over his head. Yeah. Mookie makes that grab. And, you know, Mookie goes out with that bum knee, but he, he was been running, folks, so... Uh, all signs point to him maybe being a go for even as tomorrow. Right, even yeah. As early as tomorrow. Yeah, so. good outlook on him. That's good on Monday, start of that uh, Tigers series. Um, but you see how much you miss him. And it's not only because he's not ripping seeds uh, first pitch of the game right. like he's been doing uh, lately. No big deal. Let's get out there. Start her off with a little dinger. Just adding to his resume of the best leadoff hitter of all time. And all uh, <laughs> I just throw it out there. I mean, Small it was Hall of Fame house, Day. Buddy. Hall of Fame Day. I figured I'd just throw no it out all time right there. Boom. There it is. Get the Twitter a buzz. Light it. up D-House. Chew on it, kids. But I mean, I, it could very well be a 30-30, man. You know, oh, yeah. uh, from from this first one in his second full season, it's like if even if he doesn't get it this year, it's like he's it's probably a slam dunk that he's gonna get it next year, and it's like uh, he's just gonna be going all star game after all star game now. He's that good. This it's a nice and thing, it, you know. It is, and it, it goes back to it, obviously Dombrowski puts this importance on uh, that right field defense. So we have two guys out there. And that are probably two out of the top, you know, maybe five or six center fielders in the league. Right. We got them both on our team, and they, they, you know, they play fantastic defense out there. And then Brock had trouble with the ball today. Not the one that he lost that hit his glove in the sun. That was kind yeah. Of there was another one. one earlier. Another one, much like that Martinez one that went over his head and then like short off the yeah, ball. Yeah. And I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, Brock doesn't been playing mostly left and playing that at a right. very high level defensively. Yes, yeah. But, uh, you know, and I'm sure that he'd be, you know, very more than adequate out there in right field if he, you know, got got enough starts out there. But it just, they just miss Mookie. You know? Oh, absolutely. Those are just, absolutely. You, you were seeing it not only at the plate, but, uh, you know, also, also out there on the field. So, yeah, I mean, uh, it's been a turnstile of that, you know, as you said, we got two of the best center fielders playing every day. But, you know, that third spot has been a bit of a turnstile this whole season, you know? Yeah, I mean, I think they like uh, having Brock in there, no question, because uh, like, like we just said, um, he is playing at a very high level defensively in left field. And when you look at the numbers of, like, what what they are with him in the lineup. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. They're, like, something like 27 and 11 Yeah, I read that lineup, earlier, too. You, you know? could throw out any numbers, and I would agree, but and they're, they, they're, uh, they're good. They are. So, so they definitely like having him in the lineup. I mean, I like having him in the lineup too, but also like that versatility. You know, oh, I yeah. like that too. So it'd be nice to get Chris Young back, is what I think. You yes, know? and then at least you know you can have Martinez and Brock, and you got a couple versatile dudes to kind of sprinkle around, and you can kind of platoon Chris Young and Brock. Yes, and like, then, like you was know, the what like was the uh, the plan the plan earlier this season. Except when it was Castillo, remember that? Remember that time mm. uh, before yeah. the season? 
Well, how's that working that was out? Way before the season. Yeah, it was before we started saying <laughs> that performance counts, contracts it was. don't. It was boom, but uh, yeah, I mean it, that'd be fine. Uh, but because I, I, I like that Chris Young Brock platoon, and then right. I even like Brock's playing on some of the days Chris Young's in left field, right. taking over at third base. You know. Uh, given T. Shaw a blow. I'd also like to see maybe Aaron Hill in there for a few starts where T. Shaw is kind of right. hitting the skids a little bit. Right. I mean, I think Aaron Hill is a good bat. Yeah. You know, and like good bats need to get more than, you know, yeah, he needs three a, or four bats a, a week, you know? Yeah. So, uh, and I, he could really be a terror in, uh, in, uh, in Fenway. So, Fenway Park. In Fenway. Yeah, a lot of a lot of guys on the old squad have been terrors in Fenway lately. It's kind of, it's been. I mean, a lot of a lot of power, a lot of pop in the bat right now in the old Sox squad. Yeah, and feeling good about that. You got to feel good about that. But you know, like we said, um, their second half schedule is not friendly. It's not. So I mean, after this three game set with Detroit, they go on their road for their first eleven uh, game homestand. Excuse yeah. me, road trip. Right, and then they come back for a little bit, like six games, and then they go out on another. It's pretty brutal. Eleven games, forty-three games in forty-four days, too. <sighs> brutal. So this is really going to be the stretch of the season where we see that this team is made out of. And you know, we really wanted them, you know, going into that uh, Angels series on July twenty-eighth. Uh, you know, after this homestand, we really wanted them. To, I, we talked about them being fifteen to twenty games over five hundred. Right. So you could kind of withstand that tough. Uh, stretch and maybe play 500 ball the rest of the way mm-hmm. and have enough to get in because you got off to a good start. Right now they stand 55 and 41, 14 games over. So Not bad. They take two out of three from uh, Detroit. They'll be at that 15 that we said. Right. You know, be nice for them to sweep and be at that 17. So then they'll be in that 15 or 20. You know, but very odd uh, first road trip. They go L.A. Seattle, L.A. I can't imagine the players are real excited about such a, a scheduling yeah. snafu. You know, it doesn't uh, doesn't make any kind of sense it to us, like Mike. It's su- such a thing that's like that should be avoided. Should be a little L.A. L.A. Seattle. Yeah. You would think. You know. You would think. Well, we'll have to be uh, getting down to some of those games when they come to town. No question. So let's talk a little bit about the state of this bullpen. We mentioned about Joe Kelly being the latest addition to it, and you know Henry going down, obviously. We get Janichi back, of course, we lose Koji. I mean, mm-hmm. it, there's never a, where we have all our, our arms at the ready. Um, so because it's been so in flux and where, you know, we lost Carson Smith, the guy that we thought we were going to be able to count on this year, we kind of replace him with Ziegler. Boom, Kimbrell goes down. So now he right. has to be in there. Oh, Koji was going to be in there. Oh, now Koji's out of this. Right. So it's like you got – Dudes like pitching out of jams now, like Tazawa and like Matt Bonds. Yeah, and it's like, oof. It's, but but yeah. Bonds, Bonds he, has been good. They're weathering good. the storm now, though. There's no question about it. And it's luckily we got some good news on Kimbrel today. Um, and you know he's look he. If you'd ask him, he's ready to go. Um, but it looks like one more week maybe on on him, and hopefully, knock on wood, he doesn't have any setbacks. But that's good news. Um. But yeah, I mean, it, you you clearly see they're just weathering the storm right now. Yeah, it's it's g- lucky that they picked up Ziegler when they did, you know. Huge. Um, and he looks pretty comfortable out there in that role. Obviously, he's done it before, but yeah, 
He just strikes me as a guy that just takes the ball whenever you give it to him and just does his thing. Yeah, which blue. is great. Which is amazing. lunch pail, lunch pail, lunch pail kind of guy, blue collar guy out there, as opposed to a Kimbrel who needs it to be a safe situation. Yeah, needs it to be the night. So it's like, right. you know, you know, some of those guys that uh, you know you want them to be a little bit off kilter as right. they come in there. You know, you want the guy that's in the batter's box to have you know one knee like pointed out with because he right. thinks he might this whack job might. You know, Rick Vaughn one behind his head, you know, but wild thing. Ew, you make my own thing. Um, <laughs> nice, but nice uh, yeah, but you know, then you, the, all the baggage that comes with it of him not being able to pitch if he's in the season. I, I don't know if I mentioned it on this, I think I've mentioned it on the uh, the Dodgers show, but I would love to see the major leagues get rid of the save stat. I know it's never hmm. going to happen, but call it a hold. Just like the others are holds, mm-hmm. you know, you're you're preserving the lead, and then there would be, you know, just more interesting matchups. I think managers hold back, you know, and then like maybe they, they would be past that like closes block of needing to needing to uh, pitch the ninth, you know, mm. and then it's just okay. You put your best guy that you have in your bullpen in the most critical situation. And, like, who is going to be the manager that finally does this stuff on a regular basis? I've seen kind of Bruce Bochy do it a little bit this year. A lot of that is due to the fact his pen has been horrendous. But, I mean, you know, I I just want that. Yeah. You know, as much as, like, there's data guys and then there's field guys and all that stuff. Yeah, I think it should be a combination of both. But... The one place where I'm kind of leaning heavily on stats and, and analysis is bullpen. Yeah, you know, and making those decisions on guys. But interesting, you say that I was listening to the uh, the one hundred eight stitches podcast with oh, your nice. boy Alex Spire, 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 Spire. Sure, sure. and he great. had uh, Farrell on this week talking about just that managing the bullpen. And kind of to he your came point, came on that podcast instead of us. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, he I hasn't returned my email. Just recently. location, I guess. We'll Probably, to, we'll yeah. The old proximity Coast. effect. Yeah. But uh, yeah, they kind of dove into that a bit. He brought up some interesting points, you know, about like using Taz as an example. How he's he's a one inning guy, and he actually brought up old Manny Del Carmen, and he just said, you know, even guys like that, regardless of how dominant they might look, they're one inning guys. Yeah, you know, they're just one inning guys. Um, Joe Kelly is maybe looking like that one inning guy. He's looking like a one inning guy as well. He reminds me of a little Manny Del Carmen, actually. Yeah, yeah. West Roxbury High Zone. Absolutely. I've heard some, I got some buddies that played against Manny. Apparently, he threw absolute gas in high school, too. Oh, Westy High, baby. He made it all the way to the bit. I mean, but he he lost a few uh, ticks off the radar gun, although you might have had some some stooges running the gun back then as well. But one thing, kind of to your point, that uh, Farrell brought up, which. He hasn't really managed it this way, but he said he kind of did a little historical analysis. And what he found was that most games are won or lost in the seventh inning when it comes to like relief pitching scenarios, more so than the ninth. So, to your point, maybe it would make sense to run out the big guns in the seventh if the situation called for it more often, you know? Yeah. I mean, because you look, if it goes that, I mean, if you have a starter that comes in and throws pretty good and doesn't go too much through the order, you're looking at the early to the middle part of the order coming right. up in that seventh. So it's like, it's pretty interesting where you know injuries have taken us this season. Though where it's really seemed like coming into this season, we had a true seven, eight, nine situation. Yeah, and now we're sort of just piecing it all together. 
Yeah, I mean, the I'm glad Skip is doing that research, you know, and uh, you know, not just waiting for to hear it from us here on the show. I know he's a big fan of the program. He tunes in, you know, no doubt. He's one of the '83, but um, the I, I I love to hear that because that, that's that's spot on. That is spot on. So yeah, it was good. It was actually a pretty interesting little. Uh... Little listen, should probably give it a go, folks. I might have to give that yeah, a go. some good insight, and you know, as he brought up too, which a lot of times you know the old armchair QB, armchair manager, you have the benefit of you know hindsight, second guess these guys. But there's also a lot of stuff that's going, in, you know, aside from usage and last outings and all that, you have you do have stuff that's going on that we're not aware of, which is also part of managing, you know, keeping yeah. that stuff in the house. Absolutely. Absolutely. I don't know if that's a good segue to Chris Sale, by the way, keeping stuff in-house. <laughs> I think that's a great did segue. not get kept in-house. Because we should probably just let it, like to have that lead off the show. <laughs> this, that circus. For anybody Ridiculous. that's been in a bubble for the past 24 hours. So Chris Sale, a guy that, like, you know, comes Saturday. Started the All-Star game, by the way, for the American League. Uh, you know, he's just a little better than Rick Porcello. <laughs> but uh, he, so stud pitcher. You know, big left-hander, rumored in trades on Saturday, kind of like crazy. But then, Mm -hmm. you know, maybe a little more coming to light on Sunday where he doesn't want to wear the throwback uniforms, you know, because they're too uncomfortable. It's a weird story. Gets in a a tiff with the uh, front office and then takes a knife to the uniforms and cuts them all up. Outrageous. Gets a five-game suspension. That's that's outrageous behavior, man. I think it's awesome, really? especially if you cheer for a team that's trying to get him in trade. <laughs> I want, yeah, that's true. I mean, certainly yeah. bodes well for uh, getting him out of Dodge. But I mean, you would think. I mean, they, they say. I mean, the the White Sox GM comes out, Rick Hahn, and he says like, you know, all the right things. Like this doesn't affect his value, how we see him. Right. But how can it not? Of course. Yeah. I mean, his boss is Kenny Williams, one of the more, you know. I would want to say personable, but right. he has a huge personality, right, and that's right. gotten into you know tips before with Sale, even with the whole Adam LaRoche right. and his child snafu, uh, you know, in spring training. You know, Sale was kind of outspoken about. He lets about it fly. Evidently. It does let it fly. So it's I want like, to know what he used to cut these uniforms up. Did he have a pair of scissors? Like, did he go to the I training room? I heard it was, a knife. Heard it was a knife. So it's a little a more vicious. Guy that just, yeah, yeah, country boy has it. Right beside his gun on his belt. It's, it's fascinating, though. Yeah. Pretty fascinating. I mean, I think that he, because of the snafu, he probably just hurt himself getting traded this deadline. Right. But they'll re- revisit that in the offseason. Absolutely. And Dave Dombrowski will be in talks. But I, I'm sure, because he wants to get everything going for Poppy, I'm sure he'll be ringing that phone yeah, this week. Yeah, absolutely. Because if he can get him for... The whole farm, except for Yamankata, right. he's going to do it. Now, what you do you know? do? You think he's done? Is ben, is, ben Attendee and uh, Brian Johnson and Henry Owens and Rafael Davis enough? Wow, wow, is that? Enough? I don't know how I feel about that. Chris Sale, you know we fi- we have a lefty stud ace. Mm-hmm. We can slide David Price down to the fifth slot <laughs> where he belongs this year, right? <laughs> Boom. Thirty-one dollar, thirty-one million dollar, thirty-one million year fifth guy. And old Steve Wright makes what six hundred grand? Ridiculous! Oh boy, life ain't fair. It's crazy. So yeah, you you asked me if DD is done. I mean, it, I mean he's traded Dave for a reason. I, I mean, I kind I like the moves he made, and I think he showed up some spots. But you know, I'll I'll never put it past him that right. he's going to make another deal. 
Um, and the yeah. obvious spot right now would be the bullpen, I would think. Yeah, but I mean, f- there's so many teams out there that are sh- trying to shore up their bullpen right. and starting staff right. that the pitching price is just going to be astronomical. Yeah. So it's like I, I would rather them rather than get kind of raked over the coals in a deal like that for like a, you know, some Will Smith type reliever. It's like. Let's just go with the guy. Maybe Joe Kelly. I mean, the guy throws hot. I yeah, can I see mean, him being a bullpen. Absolutely. Forward. Absolutely. You and know. he's got some experience doing it, right, in St. In St. Lou? Right. Right. Yeah, so. He seems like just, you know, he, he's been riding a couple buses about the last month. Yes. So he's uh, he's ready to come back. He's like, if you want me to fill water, <laughs> what I, can I, will I do, do coach? That. Yeah. Whatever is going to help this team win. No question. Oh, yeah. Joe, do it. Get in there, Joe. Do it, buddy. Do it, pal. Get in there, old Joe. Get in there, old Joe. Slow down, Joe. Get it. Oh, yeah. So uh, our boy Xander Bogarts, uh, the best shortstop in the American League. Uh, a lot of Carlos Correa fans out there are going to light me up. They're beside themselves. <laughs> I'm just lucky. I mean, he's it. just been on fire, though. He just tearing the lid off the, the ball. Ex, you know, he kind of like... Hit a sputter there, uh, like the week before the the All Star break, and then yeah. he came out of the break. That so he was. The good thing is, is like when he goes on a a, a tough stretch, he'll hit like two thirty, two forty. Right. You know, it isn't like a you know Jackie Bradley hit oh ninety five. You know, uh, right. five week stretch. So I don't know why JBJ I had to bring you in there for Liam Basie. He's doing great. He's having He's a great, great year right now. He's doing good. Uh, Heck you of might, a job. You might be sad to say, it's sad to see that uh, our boy, uh, Leon. Sandy. Sandy, Sandy Old Sandy L is below 400. So he's, he's cooling off. 395. He's cooling off. He's cooling off. However. What, however. you have any other uh, injury updates? Have you read on, like, what, when's a Chris Young back? Chris Young, mm-hmm. I was reading about earlier today, but yeah. uh, they said he's starting to uh, turn a corner, but I didn't see a real timetable on him, um, which is kind of disheartening. Yes. Um, and the same goes for uh, young man, uh, Blake Swihart. Young man. Yeah. Young man. I, I expected uh, young back before Swihart. Yeah, because his was a groin, I believe, right? And then Swihart was, looked pretty brutal. It was like a frack? Oh, no. It was the ankle. ankle yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. Would DD trade for a bat? Because, you know, when I talk about how, you know, much of a seller's market it is is uh, for pitching. Right. The hitting, it seems like there's a lot of outfielders that right. are out there. Right. And not many teams looking for them. Yeah, it's always interesting. Although, to that, you know, the flip side of that coin is that, uh, I don't know if you saw that Ben Benintendi got his first uh, start in left field. Really? Double A. He had been playing center. Yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah. I mean, they're not going to play him every day, but he did, in fact. Yeah. This kid's it's definitely going to be de- no question. I mean, September, without I question, mean, September first. Yeah, but, it might be sooner. Yeah, I think it just depends on how the stuff shakes out. The guy kind of lost in this whole shuffle. Is a guy Bryce Brents? Yeah, no fault yeah. Of his he's own. been doing a pretty damn good job out there. You know. Guys like come in, you know, serving the bill when he's asked to defensively out there. Yeah, he's hitting at about two ninety clip, two ninety five. Did you hear that story about his vision? No. Like it was like he got he maybe he had surgery this year. Um, like he basically wasn't seeing the ball until earlier this season. Like before this season, he got 
I don't know if he had the LASIK or whatever, but it was like night and day. He's like, oh, hey, I can see. Oh, I Little. love to hear stories yeah, yeah. like that. It's like, hey. I mean, because he was once a prospect, yeah. you know, with some shine on him. Right. You know, with Detroit, I think, coming up. Uh, so, I mean, maybe there's something there, you know. Kid, go out and have a nice five months. We yeah. can trade you at the deadline next year. Exactly. You know? <laughs> exact mundo. So, I mean, looking ahead to this coming week, we got Detroit in for three. Getaway day on Wednesday. That, that's a uh, lovely weekday day game. If you folks, uh, you know, get some shade on that one. But uh, I, I do love those. There's, not, there's nothing like quite having a, a noontime glow uh, on a weekday that's true. in Boston. So uh, in the summertime. It's summertime. Just, yeah, summertime. So your boy Drew Pomerantz gets the, gets the ball tomorrow versus Verlanda. What a pinching matchup that should be. Should be pretty good. And then uh, the Nukla. And then Erod going on Wednesday. Yeah, and he's got Fulmer. Who's... He's got Fulmer, who's a stud. He yeah. was the big chip in the uh, David Price deal, mm-hmm. right, that they got from <sighs> Toronto, right? Yes. But he, well, he didn't come up with Toronto, did he? I think maybe they got him via the Mets in the uh, going too deep. Dickie deal. I might go be going too He's deep. He's going deep. That know, sounds about be. right, though. It could be. Could be. Uh, you hit us up, hit, hit DHAS up on the old tweets. You know, let hit us know up. if we were right on that or let us know in the comment section. You guys have no idea what you're talking about. You know, things like that. So... He turned out to be a nice little piece, though, as far as... Uh, Fulmer? Yeah. Yeah, he's been great. He's yeah, been I mean, one of the best pitchers in baseball the past two months. Dombo making deals, getting good pieces in return, too. Yeah, hopefully. Picking big names up, right? Well, maybe, and he dealt them to... Maybe we can swing a David Price for <laughs> Michael Fulmer deal again. <laughs> See you later. See you later. He's going to turn the corner. I, I'm keeping the faith. Yeah. He's, he's got to. He really does. And you know, this is when we really need him, when this bulldog, and this is when you rely on your ace, when you have this many games on the road. Mm-hmm. And this is where, so you can own it as much as you want, Deep Price. You know, we appreciate you taking that on. It's certainly better than, oh, you know, I got a hangnail or something. But it's time to bow up here, kid, and start performing, all right? Like the stud we all know you can be. We're going to need you in this next stretch. No question. This is, this is the Red Sox this year are only the second team since 2000, to have two 11-game road trips post-All-Star break. Hmm. It's ridiculous. It is and, ridiculous. You know, I mean, it, it, send somebody over there, you know, not Dombrowski. I mean, send the, the president kid, Kennedy, to talk and complain. You know, the, the president that's not in charge of baseball operations? Yes. You know, send him over there and have him have a nice talk with major league baseball and uh it's a tough spot i mean it's a it's also a tough time with that what is ever i said 43 out of 44 days they're playing yeah it's a tough time to be having bullpen issues too you know with depth no question you know you have one uh one bad start can set you back a week you know Just yeah and and i'm sure dombrowski Clay looked ahead and to saw the rescue that. though you know Oof. what i mean when he comes out for six frames out of the Run him out of the bullpen. Wow. You know? Yeah, you 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 flash you flash him <laughs> back to like uh I don't know, I want to see some kind of redemption. Six out of the pen. No Come on, baby. No. Any no redemption sure. for Clay? He's I'm, he's still he's that man on an island now. It's 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 just fascinating. He's got no role. Hey man, if I was if I was an NL team that was in need of some pitching, I I'd, I'd, I'd make a little call. 
Oh, yeah. Because, I mean, you got to think you can get them for a quarter on the dollar right now. Absolutely. Dombrowski's just looking to turn the page on that. I'm sure there are some guys out there that think they can turn it around. Yeah. There's got to be some pitching coaches on there. If I was the Pittsburgh Pirates, and yeah. I have the pitching whisperer that they do, yeah. uh, Ray Kearsage. Ray Kearsage. Oh, Ray, Ray Searage. Ray Searage. I was getting him confused with uh, Kearsage High School in, uh, in New Hampshire. <laughs> yes. My friend Pistol PP. common mistake. Kearsage. <laughs> Uh, I'm rambling now. I'm rambling now. That's usually the time when, uh, you know, you want to get anything go, uh, out there before we wrap it up? Kersage. Uh, no, man. I uh, mean, what else did just, we cover? Just just looking looking uh, ahead to schedule. I mean, so Detroit, and then we go to the Angels for mm-hmm. four. Okay, so play the Sox play every game this week. Be nice to have a four and three week. Be nice, even even better to have a five and two week. It would, yeah, and you know, five and two would be great. Oof, we just keep incrementally staying a little bit above five hundred in this next stretch. Obviously, we're fourteen games over. You're like, what? What are you talking about? But I mean, Sox are fifty five and forty one right now, so that's ninety six games. So that means they have sixty six left. So to go thirty three and thirty three the rest of the way, that will put them at eighty eight wins. Which, Magic number, which was one over what the uh, what the odds makers had on that eighty seven. Wow, it's unbelievable how close these guys. It are. is crazy. crazy, crazy. But w- would that be enough to to get them in the playoffs? You got to think at least a wild card. I keep wins. waiting for Baltimore to settle down, and it doesn't seem like it's going to happen. It doesn't. No, they just keep bringing it. And it seems like ball, all yeah. the talk I hear is them trading for another bat, yeah. like an outfield bat. Yeah, it seems counterintuitive. Like, like they're in on Bruce, they're in on like Melvin Upton. Right. But I think that he's kind of smart in, in thinking that the, the pitching market is just so ridiculous right. that it's like, well, we've been winning winning with hitting this to this point. Right. Let's just add more hitting, you know. And they do have a, a sick bullpen, so they're a tough. They're a tough. To say, you know, I mean, ugh. but I mean, it, I I find it hard to think that anybody that has Ubaldo Jimenez in his like eight, six ERA right. still in their rotation has no business being a division winner. It's pretty nuts. No, never mind a playoff team. You know, it's like ugh, playoff team. Never mind a division winner. But yeah, I mean, it does. Ugh. It does feel like Dombrowski's done his job, and now it's, it's you know the Sox just got to go out there and take it. You know, and it's gonna take the likes of David Price. They they have all the pieces and they've been showing the confidence from the top down. They went out and got filled pretty much every hole they could fill. And aside from the you know the injuries, I mean, there's just some guys that aren't bringing it. The offense has been bringing it. Yeah, it's time for these guys to uh, say, step it up. Say we get a uh, update uh, July 30th, and it looks like Chris Young and Blake Swihart still. Five weeks away. Benetendi time. Benetendi time, or does he pull like a Jay Bruce trade? I don't know. I, I mean, gets a rent a bat for the season. I guess it just depends on the next. I think the same that timetable. You know, keeping an eye on the kid. Yeah. If he can really keep, you know, he because he turned the corner as we discussed down here. If he can keep swinging a you know a pretty good stick down there, his numbers still aren't where they're at, and you know, right in single A. But but even if he can come up and. You know, just kind of be a Brock Holt type. Right. A guy that's going to run the bases the right way, play right. the game the right way, be solid defensively, and have professional at-bats. Absolutely. Then, you know, you start off like that, and then you just add little by little. 
you know. I'll tell you one else. thing that's ready for the showtime is his hair. I don't know if you've seen that. Uh, it's a great head of hair on the kid, though. Really? Ben Tent, yeah, got, I mean, it's just got... He's got a good mop? It's good. It's a great mop. It's really? ready for the big time. <laughs> is it certain, Is it styled, or is it just It's like, like a flowing... Oh. A, yeah, it's a good flow. I like some good flow, some good hockey You hat. do, you do. You know? You it's know. not quite long as much as just the mop, as you put it. I love it. It's ready for it's ready for the lights, I think. Most show. Yeah, we'll see it. At least by September first, if not sooner. There's no doubt about that. Ain't no doubt. Uh any shout outs before we sign off? Uh just thanks to God. Oh look at you. You, know what I mean? you should really start off the show with that. I no mean, question. You know, don't put God last. Um I had no idea you were so pious. Oh yes. Anyways, uh that makes me the one that's gonna get <laughs> struck by lightning. Hello. All right, gang, thank you very much for tuning in for another edition of a Red Sox Wrap 360 for Dennis Harris. I'm Mike Conley. Thanks for listening in or watching, guys, for us. Thanks very much. Go Sox. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Free Tom Brady. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.